guys, this is Carrie with Fullerton Professional Organizing, and today I'm going to talk to you a little bit about a person I discovered, Araba, Araba Joy, ArabaJoy.com, and in this article she talks a little bit about how you can read the Bible and just look up certain words to get a deeper meaning of what these scriptures in the Bible mean. Um, now, I'm just going to read a little bit about what she says. And I have even um, looked at her website and she does have some Bible reading plans that she sells on her website. And uh, they look very, very interesting to me. Um, but... She says, she talks about how to choose a daily Bible reading plan that best fits your needs. She says that the past 25 years, she's had the privilege of mentoring other women in their walk with the Lord, both overseas as a missionary and in the online space at ArabaJoy.com. And she's super excited <clears throat> that she can share her website with you guys and she's got some real good bible resources over there the one i'm interested in is the abide abiding in christ and finding your and uh using your identity in christ and abiding in christ um that i saw on her website um but she talks about choosing a bible reading plan she says i have a bible reading plan ready she picks it out in advance because she wants to be sure she's done uh her research she wants to have a plan she doesn't want to just okay let me just open up the bible point to a scripture you know and then start there she wants to have a real plan uh before she starts studying her bible so she says, I have a Bible reading plan in advance so that when I sit down with my Bible, and let's be honest, my cup of hot tea, for me it would be coffee, hot or cold, in the morning, my daily plan is already there. I don't have to spend time trying to figure out where I'm going to read in the Bible. I don't have to resort to the dip and skip method, you know, where you just kind of open the Bible and you kind of pick something. A daily Bible reading plan gives me a systematic way to work through the scriptures, which I think is really important. Now, what I do like about uh, her and the way she talks about her daily reading plan is she does say that, yes, you can read the Bible from front to cover. You can try to do it in a year. You can do it in two years. The point is to start and to read, right? But... Um, she has a different approach, which I really like because it can be kind of hard, especially for me who I have a little bit of a issue with attention deficit disorder. So I, um, I get stuck on some of the begats and the begats and those things are still important because we really, uh, understand where Jesus came from with 
all of the begats and the different nations and Israel and, and all of that. So that is important to understand. But I'm just saying sometimes my brain loses focus and I'm reading and I'm not really comprehending. Uh, so I have to tackle things a little differently. She says you can um, get a topical Bible reading plan. She says, so there are two really common types of reading plans out there. The first is topical reading plan. And if you're, you've ever been on Pinterest, I'm sure that you have seen these. There are all topics out there of all sizes. Now, I have never thought to go to Pinterest to look for a Bible reading plan. So there, that's going to be new, uh, a new thing that I just learned. Um, but she says through and then there are through the bible reading plan however there's another kind of reading plan that i also highly recommend because it helps you systematically work through the books of the bible or sections of the bible or the entire bible itself and that's what they call through the bible reading plans i have read one it was called 40 days through the gospels and really covered the four Gospels in a short amount of time, which was fantastic. So she talks about breaking the Bible, still reading the Bi entire Bible, but breaking it up into either topics or reading through the Gospels, and um, which is Matthew, John, John, uh, Matthew, John, uh, Luke, you know, those. Um, so I found that very interesting. Um, she says there are also reading plans that take you through the entire Bible in a year or even two years. Or maybe you work through the Psalms in a number of days or through the minor prophets or through the New Testament. There's all sorts of plans out there for that too. She says her personal favorite though, I'm going to show you what I use is the one year daily Bible. But again, she says there's lots of plans out there. This is her favorite, but you can pick the one that's right for you and that works for you as long as you're reading your Bible and learning what God wants you to know. Um, because not every uh, pastor is going to interpret the Bible correctly 100% of the time. Not every Bible teacher, not not everyone is going to be 100% correct on teaching the Bible as much as they try. There is some uh, variances. So you have to get your Bible, you have to read your Bible so that you know what is true and God speaks to you about what is true. Um, because some, like I said, pastors do make mistakes. Okay? No per human person is perfect. Only God is perfect. So, we have to read it for ourselves and find out what God is telling us. Um, she says, Bible reading plans are available on her website. So, she says, please feel free to check those out. Um, but here's what she talks about is how 
to study your Bible and tweak it just a little bit so that you get more out of it. Um, she says, I'm going to share with you three fun and simple ways to level up any Bible reading plan, no matter which type you choose. And she starts with Psalms 23, where it says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And that is what she just uses that one sentence to show us how we can look a little deeper into just that small section but she's not telling you just to read one sentence and study it all day. She's just saying this, she's using just that one sentence to give us an idea of how you can find deeper meaning. Um, and she says, in the King James Version, it does say, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. But in the, um, I'm not sure what, the HCSB Hebrew, uh, I'm not sure, but she says, the Lord is my shepherd. So they are using the same exact phrase for the first part as the King James, but then it says, there is nothing I lack. So it's stated just a little bit differently in the HCSB Bible, which I probably should have looked up before I went about, you know, the, uh, reading this, but there's homework for you. You can find out what Bible translation that is. So stated just a little bit differently. Getting those nuances, then she says, I turn to either the NASB or the ESV version. But just for my everyday reading, I really do love the NLT and again, we'll have to look those up, and I probably should have looked those up. But that's not the important part. When I'm doing my Bible reading, I like to use a variety of these types of translations. It just helps deepen my understanding of what the passage is actually saying. Now, there is a Bible that you can buy, and I don't have it, but it will have different, um, it'll have like the Hebrew, it'll have different um, translations all together in one Bible so that you can compare as well. Um, she says, then after you do that, she says, write the passage out. Another thing I do is I will choose one of the translations to write the passage out in my Bible study journal. Writing it out forces me to slow down and absorb what I'm reading. That's why I also take notes in church is because it helps you slow your brain down so you can really hear what the pastor is saying up front. But writing it out forces me to slow down and absorb what I'm reading. It's kind of like a tea bag. You know, the longer you let that tea bag steep in hot water, the more flavorful your tea is going to be. It gets stronger and stronger. Um, she says, the second way to level up is to choose a word or a phrase that stands out to you from the passage. And she picked the word shepherd just so that, you know, it's a word that we already know what it means. But if you really want to get a deeper understanding, uh, you can look it up in the concordance or you can look it up in a dictionary and it'll give you a little extra uh, meaning. 
but she says, this could be a key word that is very obviously a key word in the passage or just a word or phrase that you want to learn more about. Let's illustrate this by using the word shepherd from our passage, Psalms 23.1. Okay, I have a confession. She says this is her favorite part. She loves to do this. So first thing you do is to identify the part of speech or word, then look the word up in the dictionary. I see that the word shepherd can either be used as a verb, something someone does, or as a noun. See, and I've done this in my own Bible reading too. I will read a passage and I, I know what it means, but then I start thinking, you know what, what does this word really mean? I know what it means in gist, but do I really know what it means? And I have found that it really does illuminate the Bible. You really understand it more uh, richly and fully for you personally because it really gives you an understanding. Um, and and that is just looking just in the dictionary alone. That's not even doing all the other things that she's going to talk about here. Um, but I see that the word shepherd can either be used as a verb, uh, something someone does, or as a noun. You know from our reading, this word is used as a noun in our passage. Then what I do is just go ahead and write out the definition of our word. The dictionary tells me that a shepherd is a person who herds, tends, and guards sheep. Okay, we probably already knew that, right? However, it goes on to say it is also a person who protects, guards, or watches over a person or a group of people. So this is starting to give us some insight into what God does for us. But it also says a member of clergy. So we can refer to our pastors as a shepherd. It also refers to the shepherd Jesus Christ. I wonder if David was referring to the person of Jesus Christ when he wrote this verse. That just makes me ponder that question a little bit. I also like to write down the verbs. If the word can be used as a verb because it gives me an idea of the actions that are done by the noun. In this case, our shepherd. So, these are the actions that our shepherd does for us. To tend or guard, to watch over, to guide or direct in a particular direction, to carefully manage. So this gives us an idea of the actions that our shepherd does on our behalf. Just thinking about these things, just meditating on these things, uh, on our shepherd. Ten tending us, guarding us, watching over us, guiding and directing me the way I should go and carefully managing me so that I do not get too far off the path I need to be on. That really is encouraging. Uh, let's see here. Oh. So, uh, three, four. 
all right, I did skip some parts of this article, but that's okay. Moving on. Um, but tending us, guarding us, watching over us, guiding and directing me the way that I should go and carefully managing me so that I do not get too far off the path I need to be on. That is really encouraging. She says, now you can also look up the synonym, which is I found for noun, shepherd, protector, guardian, defender, keeper, coach. The Lord is my protector. The Lord is my guardian. The Lord is my defender. The Lord is my keeper. The Lord is my coach. Now, um, I did skip a little bit about all the different translations of the Bible, um, but um, that's okay. We'll, we're just going to move on to the meat of what she's trying to um, help us with. Um, I also look up the synonyms for the verbs. Those would be to counsel, to guide, to lead, to mentor, to pilot, to show, to lead. As you can see, there are lots of things here that you could really meditate on and apply in your heart and just speak truth to your soul in whatever way you happen to need it at that moment. Uh, but she also goes one step further, which is something I have not thought of to do and I have not done, is she also looks up the antonyms. Now, the now we're going to look at synonyms. We also need to look at those antonyms, right? So these are the antonyms for the verb of shepherding. I would not find any antonyms. She could not find any antonyms for the word shepherd as a noun. So then antonyms for the verb were abandon, to harm, to ignore, to injure, to leave, to lose, or to neglect. And these are the things that the Lord will not do. He will not abandon me. He will not harm, ignore, injure, leave, lose, or neglect me. So that is a very interesting way to um, study a passage. Now, restate passage in your own words is what she says to do next. She says, just like in school when they told you to read a library book and to summarize it, um, summarizing a passage in your own words or to recount what happened in the story. Uh, well, there was a reason for that. And the reason is that when we articulate something in our own words, we are forced to really comprehend what the story or the passage was actually saying. So the third way to level up your daily Bible reading, she says, uh, reading uh, plan is to restate the passage in your own words. Now, I know this sounds like a step you may want to skip, she says, um, because, hey, I already know what I understand that and I understand it because you've already, you know, looked up the word, but trust me, taking the time to sit down and write it out in your own words is going to increase your understanding and probably going to increase your trust and your faith in what it says. Um, let me give you an example from our Psalms 23 verse one passage. So here's what I wrote down in my journal as a summary of our Psalms 23 passage after looking at all of the things we found in our little mini study. 
So to summarize, I wrote, because the Lord has personally assumed the role of shepherd of my life, I do not need to be my own guide or guardian. And what a relief that is. As my shepherd, the Lord will tend to me, guard me, watch over me carefully, counsel me, guide me, lead me, mentor me, pilot my life, show me the way, tutor me in the right path. As my shepherd, the Lord will not abandon me, ignore me, harm me, leave me, lose me, or neglect me. I can be sure that when life feels scary or I feel the pressure to figure it all out on my own and truth, I lack no guidance, protection, tending, or care. I can be assured of God's tender protection. I am well cared for. So, wow, she says that she hopes that helps us. And it really does, right? Anytime we look a little deeper at God's word it, and we apply it to what he does for us, it causes us to trust him more and love him more and know him more. And then she says, take it one step further and then pray it over your life. So, in, uh, so this is what she says. Now I have one final tip for you, and that is simply pray the passage. It doesn't have to be a long prayer. And this is how she does it. She says, so, in fact, let's just go ahead and do that right now. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you that you are our shepherd. I thank you that you are guiding me in the way I need to go today. Thank you that I don't have to be my own counselor or my own keeper, that I can trust you to do that for me. Thank you, and please do that for me today. In your name I pray, amen. So that was really great. I'm very happy that I found her blog and her face. I think it's she's got an Instagram and then her blog um, page. But let me go ahead and just review some of what we talked about. Tips on how to get the most out of your daily Bible reading plan, including how to choose a daily Bible reading plan that best fits your needs. How to increase your understanding of the passages that you read, as well as a few simple ways to have fun as you read your Bible each morning or evening or afternoon, whenever you choose to read your Bible. A daily Bible reading plan gives you a systematic way to work through the scriptures, which is really important. Now, this is what Araba has to say. I know for me, it's important that I have a Bible reading plan in advance so that when I sit down with my Bible, and let's be honest, my cup of hot tea in the morning, my daily plan is already there and ready. There are three basic types of Bible translations. They are word-for-word -word translations, thought-for-thought, -thought, and a paraphrase. Now, that's the part I kind of accidentally skipped, but she sums it up real quick in this overview that I'm going to go over with you, so it works out. 
uh, paraphrases aren't the best sources to use when doing those in-depth studies. However, they are really good to help you understand concepts. It is really helpful to choose a word or a phrase from your daily Bible reading and research it. Look up the definition. Um, yeah, I always pick a word that I think I already know um, and then see how much of that definition really comes alive when I look it up and get the definition of it. Um, Bible reading and research it. Um, let me start that over. It is really helpful to choose a word or a phrase from your daily Bible reading and research it. Look up the definition, find synonyms, anonyms, and identify whether your word is a noun, verb, adjective, etc. Replacing a word in the verse with a synonym can really help explain your understanding, expand your understanding and the magnitude of the passage. When you articulate something in your own words, you are forced also to really comprehend what the story or the passage was actually saying. She says, these are some things she's uh, some ways to take action. Choose a Bible reading plan, either topical or textual. You can find all kinds of plans out there on the internet. Read your daily passage of scripture in a variety of translations to deepen your understanding of the text. Write the passage out in your Bible study journal. Writing it out forces you to slow down and absorb what you're reading. Rewrite the passage in your own words. This really helps you to grasp its meaning and pray the passage. It doesn't have to be a long prayer. It doesn't have to include all the things you learned. It's just a simple way of incorporating what you have learned in your Bible study into your prayer life. All right, guys, I hope this was helpful for you. I'm going to leave links to her site so that you can dig deeper yourself and find uh, a Bible reading plan that she suggests, or you can, which I just learned today, go on Pinterest and find another reading plan that works for you. All right, guys, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening, and I will see you on the next podcast. Bye.